0: Listening to the No Life Skills Podcast with your host, Ashlyn.
1: My advice for other sex workers don't do what I did.
0: Giving you an inside look at the fascinating world of sex work.
1: Yeah, a little bit awkward, but uh, informational, I guess.
0: Connect with other professionals and allies of the industry.
1: I was like, wow, this is easy money.
0: Now, join the conversation while we share inspiring stories on the No Life Skills Podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of No Life Skills. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm here with my friend slash client, Travis, and he's the infamous Doritos man. He got me seven cases of sweet chili heat. Travis, would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Hi, my name's Travis, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, really pointing out the obvious there. But what Ashlyn is failing to also mention is she actually saved me from potentially getting beat up that very same night. I don't know if she remembers this, but it was I think I think it was the first time I saw her which I was like super nervous to begin with, but then when we went to go get all of the Doritos, it's kind of funny because, you know, I wasn't going to carry all all seven cases into her room. So she came helped me unload them and as we were walking to my vehicle, I saw this one other girl who she just gave me the daggers. And I like to think of myself as a calm, cool, collected guy, but I distinctly remember like clinging onto you like a lost child thinking, Oh my God, I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me. And then after that, we ended up like, she messaged me. Then she just, she thought like, who the hell is this? Is, is that your girlfriend? I'm like, yes, yes, she is. And she was going to protect me. I thought to myself. And then like, what ended up happening after that I don't think I ever told you this is she showed up to my place like like 24 hours later and I had to call the cops because I was just like it was probably like two three in the morning and yeah so I have this story associated with you for the very first time and it's just like every time I think about it I'm like oh crap What a wonderful night.
1: Oh, my God. I do remember that. So I guess I can't stay at that hotel anymore and expect you to come see me Because this person worked at the front desk. And this was before the days of the mask mandate in Saskatchewan. So, yeah. Well, that's wow. (laughs) And I'll just remember you because you brought me seven cases of sweet chili heat. (laughs) So uh, I have a very important question to ask you first. What time is hotel check in, Travis? Can you tell the listeners what time hotel check in is?
0: I think it's after three but if you're unsure you just send a message and don't just show up and make a fucking idiot of yourself but hey that's just the way i roll
1: that's the correct answer but the answer that a lot of men think is that uh, as soon as the clock rolls to 12:01 then you in the middle, middle of the night then you can check into the hotel <laughs> You passed the test. (laughs) I'm gonna have that as a skill testing question on my website on a booking form. (laughs) Think
0: about how many people will get that wrong, though. And like, I'm not saying that's me. I hope I'm not that big of a dum dum. But like, yeah, I don't common sense. But I've spent many nights in hotels through work, so kind of maybe common sense lacks in a lot of people. But the look she, I'm getting a very like yes. There are a lot of idiots out there. Look.
1: You've seen my Twitter. You know they're all idiots.
0: <laughs> yes, I know. I consider myself one of those idiots.
1: Oh, no. If I thought, if I thought you were of that caliber, I wouldn't have you on the podcast because you'd just annoy people. <laughs> uh, and then inquiring minds also want to know, do you have uh, something better, they said, as in Pringles, or do you only have Doritos?
0: Well, for me, I do Lay's, Tostitos, Doritos, Ruffles, Cheetos snack mix pringles are actually i think think they're a kellogg's product and fun fact they're made out of orphans by orphans so you probably shouldn't buy those
1: pringle pringles are freaking gross anyway so i don't know who's eating pringles but that's a hate crime so stop doing that Thank you. (laughs) Uh, someone else asked uh travis seems to love hot food so what makes him always think of me every time he eats it i don't know how to answer that
0: fun fact i hate hot food I'm Ukrainian and it's like growing up, like you better not add too much pepper or you're just like, oh, I can't eat this. It's too spicy. No, I do not like hot food at all. People who are like, you know, when <laughs> pre-COVID where like, let's go for Indian food or, you know, like Thai where, you know, it can be predominantly spicy. I think to myself, man, this is, I'm going to be a sweaty mess and very attractive.
1: You feed Travis spicy food, he sweats like a hooker in a church. So. Yeah. <laughs> understatement so when, when did you start seeing escorts did you know that i'm an escort
0: no i thought you were just my girlfriend who comes around <laughs> once every six months want, wanting something her salt fix <laughs> no it was like i the very first time i saw i saw one was when i was like 19 in edmonton and uh, i did not do any research or anything I was there for school, actually, and then I ended up actually getting jumped and I got the crap beat out of me and uh, then, you know, lesson learned and not until probably like maybe nine. No, I think it's about a year, about a year, I'd say. And I still consider myself very new and learning and like I'm that person. I don't want to be a fucking idiot, but I also say what's on my mind and Let's face it, a lot of dumb stuff comes out of this mouth.
1: <laughs> Travis is very well-liked by everyone he sees, I'm pretty sure. He even was babysitting some hooker's cats or something. So, and I'm like, why are you doing that? He's like, well, she likes me. Why are you surprised? <laughs> so... He's doing fine. He has common sense. He's a big dum-dum, but he's not that kind of (laughs) (laughs) dum-dum. Aw, thank you. I wouldn't have somebody like that on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Someone wants to know, do you ever think that seeing escorts is addictive? I think
0: at first when you're not able to differentiate like the relationship or the dynamic you have because at first you know you get so so much what is it like oxytocin serotonin all those good brain drug feelings and you're just like oh this is fantastic and then i think if you're unable to differentiate that then going forward you think of like oh well this is so much more than what it actually is And then you kind of like start spiraling and then you make a bigger asshole of yourself. Uh, I don't think so, but it's more of just knowing who I am. And I consider myself someone who has an addictive personality. So it's like very forgot what I was going to say, to be honest with you. So it was it's probably very thought provoking. Um, It's just more of I think if you're able to differentiate like what is real and just have like a good grasp and understanding of the situation it makes a world of difference plus although i have a lot of chips i'm not a millionaire so (laughs) like i still gotta you know be a productive contributing member to society and pay my bills and everything so short answer it can be but i think you just have to be able to differentiate what is real and et cetera, et cetera.
1: Just know that this is a transactional relationship and I'm only your girlfriend when you, when I come to town and you pay me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) I concur.
1: Someone asked, would you feel a sense of loss if your favorite service provider suddenly retired and you knew that you would never see her again?
0: That's a, that's interesting. It's never happened to me because I've only been doing this for what I would consider recent. I think At first, it'd be kind of like, you know, a little sad, like, oh, that's, that sucks. But at the same time, it's probably for a good reason, or maybe they found something that makes them happy. And I'm that type of person where, you know, I may not know you as well as others. But like, if you're happy doing whatever, whatever your future holds, I think that's very important. Because let's face it, you know, I, I was a social worker. For like two years and I fucking hated it. So I, I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to go back to this summer job. And here I am 10 years later, happier than all hell, waking up at 330 in the morning to, you know, <laughs> sell chips and stock dips. Like, (laughs) come on.
1: You're living the dream. (laughs) Yeah, I am. (laughs) If your all-time favorite was retiring, would you like to know so you could book one last session? Or is it better if you find out if you go to book them and she's not working anymore?
0: I would like to book one last session, but if it happens... It happens and, you know, I guess you, you snooze, you lose to sound like a cliched book ending. But yeah, I I don't think I'd be overly sad. I'd just be like, oh, damn.
1: That's life. So what was the main reason that you booked an escort for the first time? Not the time that you got jumped. Maybe the more more <laughs> the recent time when you came back on the scene.
0: I had just gotten out of a like a, almost a two year polyamorous relationship. So there were multiple partners and I and it was very emotionally draining like trying to have healthy and happy happy being the operative word in that sentence relationships with multiple people and just feeling like drained and uh just not really wanting to put all the effort into a i say a monogamous relationship like as if that's a bad thing it's just i'm a very open-minded individual when it comes to conventional relationships so it was just more of, you know what, let's try this out. I had healed from the ass kicking I got when I was like 19 and you know, I was 30, 20, 29, 30 kind of a thing. And I thought, well, let's give it a shot. And it went over well. <laughs> Tell uh, me that. <laughs> It was like I felt because at the time I was so green I didn't know like how to say no I don't want to do that and I I 100% admit I got fucking steamrolled bad like it's like oh yeah well like uh we spent it was like three four hours together well that's like uh it was like something like fifteen hundred dollars I'm like I don't have fifteen hundred dollars you did not say that and then it's like and you know. Like they just, I got taken to the cleaners and like $1,500 later, I'm like, well, that fucking sucked. It was a, the look of sheer terror in Ashlyn's face right now is like, man, what the hell? But it was, it was a very rough lesson learned, but.
1: <laughs> Who's charging 1500 for three hours and what did you do for that whole time (laughs) did she peg you
0: (laughs) no no that did not happen it was like it was very much like i think it was like one or two rounds and that was it and then i was like i just did not know how to say no and stand up for myself and then which is so fucking weird because i say no all the time and
1: you tried to say no when I invited him on the podcast, but
0: yeah. And then, and then she said, be careful. I know where you live. <laughs> I I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> oh yeah. You, well, I probably just tell you as well, but <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, but it was, it was very much like a rough learning experience and it was just, again, I didn't do my research and It was not in, that's why it was very like, eh, it was okay, but never again.
1: Where did you find this person? Was this a LeoList person or did you find the review board?
0: This was a LeoList person and it was, it was a trash fire. I'm going to be completely honest with you. That was before I even knew what a review board was. And then it wasn't until talking to other people. They're like, yeah, you should probably do this. I'm like, okay, okay. I wish I would have known that
1: two weeks prior, but thank you. Well, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I think you've had better experiences since, right?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You treat me really well. Like, I think uh, in the times we've spent together, it's more of like, I don't know, just, okay, cool. We'll just do our thing. And I'm like, okay, just, I literally tell her every time, just, just tell me when I have to go and I will go like, no problem. It's just, I'm a... As everybody will find out, I am a chatty Kathy, and I do not shut up.
1: But I like that in a client if they're booking several hours, because if I'm the only one doing the talking, I don't want to talk to myself for three hours, you know. So I need somebody to like have a conversation with, because I'm not trying to fuck for the whole three hours. Okay, that's that's not happening. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, actually Travis wrote me a bad review cuz I went and suck his dick for the whole 3 hours.
0: Yeah, it was, you know, <laughs> fucking bullshit.
1: Rip off. Okay. How many escorts do you see every year somebody would like to know? All of them.
0: That's the answer. But uh, I think well, I was I was out Uh, for medical reasons the past six months taking care of some personal business and before that it's kind of I don't know maybe once a month it's not like every three days I'm like oh yeah I need that hit you know (laughs) like for better lack of wording but it's more of I don't I'm not an individual where it's like oh yes I want to run the table and check all the boxes it's more of like I feel like I have good chemistry with this person and I would much rather see them, you know, more frequent instead of like, OK, I haven't been with someone with red hair, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's funny because <laughs> of who I'm talking to right now. But I th- I th- think you understand what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah. So some some guys, they just want to see, you know, taste all the flavors. <laughs> And Travis is a gentleman. (laughs) Yes. You are
0: not a package of
1: Skittles. (laughs) That's the nicest thing I've heard all day. (laughs) So I know you're not a millionaire. I'm disappointed because I was, you know, trying to get in on some of the millions. But how do you afford to book escorts? And do you set limits of the amount spent or time booked with a provider? So I guess what's your budget? (laughs) Do you budget? (laughs) You don't see an escort every three days. So that's good. (laughs) I'd say it's, I don't know,
0: I'm... I do well for myself, but I also work like 60 to 80 hours a week. The look on your face is just like, (laughs) holy shit. But it's, I don't know, I absolutely love what I do. I think it's the fucking best. And uh, a lot of people will say, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, to add another cliche. But that's fucking bullshit. If you truly love what you do, you know, you will grind away because you have a lot of standards. So... I would say once everything comes out in terms of like payments, bills, and like what I put away for savings, that's left over. So maybe, I don't know, unless it's like a special occasion. Like I, I think one of the times I saw you, it was like, I got a real good, like found out it was not cancer. So, it, so I'm like, Hey, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, like high fives all around kind of a mentality. So I, you know, made a I don't want to say an exception, but kind of like, okay, I would want, I want to spend time with you. So to give another long winded answer instead of a numerical value or whatever, I'd say maybe like three to $400 a month kind of a thing. But I also live very frugally. So it's not like Oh, crap, I'm going to have to eat cat food for the next two weeks or cat food and instant noodles.
1: You know, you have a problem if you're seeing too many hookers and you have to eat cat food. Okay, get some help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like it's also I'm also commission based, so it's very different. Whereas, you know, obviously, within reason, you work harder, you do better for yourself. Mm -hmm. Whereas, obviously, if you don't have as much financial freedom, I think you just have to try to have a level head on your shoulders and not get into the cat food.
1: So what do you think about the guys that like to bargain with me over $20? Do you think they should be seeing escorts or do you think they should invest that money and get a financial advisor?
0: Well, (laughs) well, for the icy hand jobs, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a real shock to the system. Um, Oh, yeah, I I find it funny because to me, I'm I, I can't believe it. Like, it's like the equivalent of being a tire kicker for when you're buying buying a vehicle where it's like, ah, well, I think so. However, can you go lower? I'm like, well, I, it personally, it blows my mind. I find it funny because it's not me, but I, I think it's fucking stupid. Me
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can you shut the pay for sex thing off at any time and just go back to civilian sex? Yeah.
0: I think you can. Again, it's like I've been involved in the BDSM community for like 10, 12 years. I really cared for someone. So I decided let's try being in a polyamorous relationship. Past partners have been, you know, uh, transitioning. It's I think you can, but it also takes a, a little bit of practice because sometimes, you know, you just get addicted.
1: So do you do you think you take sex for granted now because it's so readily available at any time? And you know, you you can pay for sex, but you some guys can also just fuck anything they want all the time anyway. So I don't know where this question is going, but
0: considering I I don't masturbate, like I haven't masturbated in like probably like three, four years because I went into addictions counseling for masturbation, you know, like it was just ridiculous. So I think because of like going to counseling and just seeing professionals who can give you the tools to understand your emotional state, identify your triggers and successfully move past those feelings or those wants. I don't think so. I don't think I just because of my past experiences like let's face it uh, i haven't had sex in the past probably seven months and like you talk to anybody like when's the last time you masturbated (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i don't think i do but i've also i'm i consider myself an outlier in that situation oh yeah that i know that that look she's giving me the look (laughs) of like you're fucking crazy (laughs)
1: It's almost impressive. So how does civilian sex and companion sex differ?
0: I think just having different levels of connection with your with with your partner, cause I think the more time you spend with an escort, obviously you're gonna develop a uh, different layers to your connection. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That's very. Who <laughs> yeah. Who is that wiener? But I think, uh, depending if you're with a partner that you have the opportunity to develop multiple layers to that connection. And, um, also, I'm operating under an assumption if you want to m- make that person your life partner that you're going to develop many different facets to your connection.
1: Yeah, and like with escorts, sure, there's a connection developing, but it's nowhere the same as a civilian connection, <laughs> honestly. I mean, we all know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. How much pressure is on the client to perform after they have put down uh, their donation for a pricey appointment? I.
0: <laughs> it's funny because the, there's there's times where it's like, oh, frick, I, I just worked 12 hours and I'm so fucking tired. Like, I remember one of our appointments, it was like I just went completely 100% noodle. And then, like, I just said something to the extent I'll paraphrase it, like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And you're just like, he, ag- you gave me this look that said he acknowledged it and just like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> what? And then I just, you know, we just like talked bullshitted for a little while i put my clothes on we gave a great big high five and left
1: no if someone can't perform i don't think it's weird i just more so feel bad for them because i know you're coming to see me to fuck me and if your wiener's a noodle like (laughs) i mean i know it's not me look at me so (laughs) heck yes so i mean i'm not offended but i just feel bad because not that i think people that see me are trying to get their money's worth, but yeah, you're trying to fuck. <laughs> like. Yeah. And I don't know, like I, from my perspective, there's no pressure for a client to perform because when people ask me what I like, I say, I already got your money, which is true. <laughs> like, there's no pressure. Like, I don't, like, it's just not, I'm just there to have a, have a nice time, okay? There's no pressure. So Travis, have you ever become friends with the escorts that you have seen?
0: I think yes and no, but it's not like, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm going to blow up your phone every day. It's more of like, oh, once in a while send, like, one, two text messages. I don't in any way, shape, or form expect anybody to drop anything they're doing for whatever reason because I'm I'm led to believe people have lives outside of work. What a weird concept, I know. But I think it's possible in very rare, very, very rare situations because I'm a never-say-never never kind of a guy, but, like, I'm also – in reality where, uh, no, I don't necessarily think so.
1: I just love that you're so grounded in reality because there's so many men that think they are friends with escorts and they're full of shit. They're not friends. They're delusional. I'll tell you guys a secret. Most escorts don't want to be your friend unless you're paying them for that hour. I am friendly with my clients and some of them I would consider friends, but it's not most of them. And like, I like Travis is cool. I know that. So that's why I had you on here, but we're friendly. We're friendly. You send me a book about kombucha.
0: Yeah. Like... (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was more of well because i saw this this uh this flag that it was what if you're not a hoe get out of my trap house something to that extent i bought it for ashland in september and it got it didn't it never showed up and i remember i called china i called new jersey i called yeah what a what a weird trajectory that statement went but and it just got lost in the mail and uh, I was like well wow. I went on your website she has a website with lots of useful information believe it or not thank you <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw that you know an interest has changed from 7 cases of doritos poorly for some strange reason <laughs> to kombucha and I was like okay cool so I asked a friend like hey what's a good idea he's like oh, this is a good idea Whether or not she uses it or it just holds up the short end of a table, who knows?
1: It's both. I find multi-use for for all my gifts that people give me. (laughs) Do you ever feel any shame that you have paid for sex?
0: At first, for the first, like maybe one, two, three times, a little bit. But then you you know, if you connect with people who it become, uh, with like-minded individuals, it very, it quickly becomes, uh, normalized. And uh, like, it's, I used to have not like a absorbently amount of shame, but it was more of like, I don't know about this. And then now it's like, well, Oh sweet. It's whoever, you know? Oh sweet. Ashlyn's here cool, Let's. you're going to be my girlfriend and we're just going to talk about potato chips for three hours and you're going to like it. If you're paying me, that's, you know,
1: (laughs) I will do that for you for three hours. He really (laughs) likes chips. More than I like chips, I think. (laughs) What ages of providers do you see and what ages will you not see?
0: It doesn't matter to me if there's... Ashley holds up a giant cue card. Legal age, dummy. I thought that was assumed, but... (laughs) You're just kidding! Oh, gross! But, <laughs> I don't <even> know that. <laughs> but no, I if there's somebody you're interested in seeing, it, age does not. I I don't think it's a factor for me personally. It's more of I uh, okay. I really like you know what they're posting or what they're you know to sound like a hipster, what their vibe is all about. I'm an old man at heart. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Travis just likes to check the vibe. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm whatever age that someone wants me to be. Mm -hmm. So whatever floats your boat. (laughs) Have you ever had a falling out with a provider or a situation where things went sideways?
0: I have not, but it's, I think it's because, you know, if you want to play the game, follow the rules, Be, be respectful. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a bag
1: of dicks on fire. Truly that simple, everybody. Just don't be a bag of dicks on fire. And you probably won't have a falling out. If you have common sense and treat people with respect, you're probably golden. It's not hard. Uh, Someone wanted to know if you've ever been caught seeing escorts by a significant other, and you said that you... I've been single the whole time you've been seeing escorts. That's correct. So, okay, we'll skip that. Do you, do your friends or family know that you see escorts?
0: Um, my closest friend friends do, and they think it's just fucking cool as all hell because there's times where it's like, you know, after you spend time with somebody and it's just like, you know, you, you've let's face it, you know, your head is swimming from all those endorphins in your mind. And then it's like, they just think it's, so fucking cool
1: do they see escorts
0: no no they don't they think it's like they they think it's it's i don't know if it's them living vicariously through me but it's i don't know it's
1: these are travis has really interesting friends that give each other laxatives as pranks and make each other shit in lakes and (laughs) So are they are they in committed relationships? Is that why they won't see escorts, or are they are they just they're just gonna live through you?
0: I think they're intimidated, and it's just not their cup of cup of tea for whatever reason. That's and, so nice. Yeah, she has her moments, <laughs> but it's I don't know, my my friends, my close friends know, and they think it's awesome. Whereas I th- think some of my I think one of my family members knows. I don't want to say who just in case. (laughs) I don't know. I think it becomes – it's much more normalized because everybody in my circle or sphere knows that I'm the outlier and like, you know – I went to school, you know, I got my women and gender studies degree. I got a, I got a drama degree and I'm like, I want to help people that I, I helped people. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to sell salty snacks and encourage obesity for financial gain. So like it's, I'm very much a, you know what? This makes me happy. So this is what I'm going to do.
1: Truly just done it all. I, I'm wow. I'm so impressed. I feel like you told me that you have a gender studies degree, but yeah, you definitely have, <laughs> but I forgot about that, but I love you even more now. This is great best client ever if there was one question ask him what the most special or thoughtful thing a service provider has ever done for him rob you beat you up like
0: yeah i didn't have to pay f- her to do that one though <laughs> so i don't know i don't i think just creating those experiences Uh, is a big thing because, you know, you can tell when someone's like, you know, I understand it's a job, but if there's some sort of connectedness, I really appreciate that. Cause it's like, if you, you know, if you treat me like a revolving door, I'm just like, well, okay, that's, yeah I'm going to just peace out of here. And there's times where it has happened where I'm like, you know, I'm not really feeling this. I'm not going to fight for my money. I'm just like, I'm just going to leave. And it's weird because sometimes those are the individuals who contact you like, Hey, I'm back in town. I mistreated you like a bag of flaming garbage, but you want to come see me? I'm like, no, thank you.
1: It's always the ones that don't give two shits about you that text you every time they come back to town. I hear it all the time from guys. I'm like, have have these people no morals? I know they don't. They're just trying to make a quick buck, but that's nice to know that I don't treat you like one of my 17 clients a day. (laughs)
0: I believe it's 18 because it's a stat holiday.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's so true. What are some of your tips for guys booking escorts?
0: I think follow the rules, do a little bit of reading, find someone who you're interested in, like like for whatever reason. Uh, be respectful. I I, yeah. It's weird. Be- before seeing Ashland, I didn't know that there was this thing called a face cloth. Like, <laughs> Who would have thought it? You're supposed to scrub yourself to get clean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Weird.
1: I'm just doing God's work and educating all men out there on what a face, face cloth is. <laughs> there was one guy on Twitter. He's like, I don't use the washcloth because I it would be black when I was done with it. And I'm like, buddy, that's the most horrifying thing I've ever said. And that's why I tweet these things for men like you. Oh, my God. <laughs> the delusion that is outrageous <laughs> and I feel like he's like not kidding so I just this is this is where I need therapy <laughs> oh well I don't I don't think I have anything else to say do you have anything else to say Travis
0: well considering Ashley knows me as the Doritos guy there's been a few instances a few stories if if I may okay well Uh, with one of a, one of my past partners, it was very much like, you know, if you're horny, let's go, let's go bang, bang, bang kind of a thing, you know, because it's all about fireworks with this guy. I'm pointing to myself (laughs) that, and at the time I remember I was, I was eating sweet chili heat Doritos and me, I'm a big oral enthusiast. So you can imagine where like a tongue full of sweet chili on a, uh, On a vagina, that went south so freaking quick. And like, and I was a dummy. I didn't realize this. And I felt so bad because I was like, come on, on, Travis, you're better than this. And yeah, no, no, I'm not better than this. Otherwise, I would have been proactive and thought about this. And with the same partner, like probably six months later, again, just because I have a lot of potato chips, I don't really eat them because they're so readily available whereas I'm just like give me something sweet anyways sorry side tangents we were going at it and for some strange reason there uh you know we were in doggy style and just going to town you know just having fun shall we say and I for, I'm slightly embarrassed to admit this but there was a bag of jalapeno cheddar Doritos right next to it and I just started making it rain all over the bed and, and they got in everywhere and they're hot and then there's like the spices are all over the butthole all over you know like it's just uh it was a shit show and again that was one of my crowning achievements I felt so bad like that that woman she she was fantastic to me And everybody's going to think I'm a terrible person. I still feel bad about that to this day. A spicy situation.
1: So that's a pro tip. Don't do that. Don't make it rain with jalapeno cheddar Doritos on someone's butthole. They will not like it. So I'm assuming this is what caused the breakup. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Travis. This was great. Yeah, we got lots of material here. That's awesome. (laughs) I won't plug you because you probably want discretion. So, you know, Travis will remain a mystery. But thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of No Life Skills. Follow Ashlyn on social media at No Life Skill or at Adore Ashlyn. Be sure to like, comment, and hit that subscribe button.
1: We'll see you on the next show.